We're really, really happy to announce that um, that we are just signed a an ambassadorship program with Schedulicity. Schedulicity is a scheduling app, and um, they've been kind enough to uh, to help us out this next year. Yeah, they uh, we met them in L.A. when we did the uh, Salon Digital Summit, and they really believed in what we were doing mm-hmm. and how we were doing it, and so they wanted to know how they can partner up with us to uh, to even reach more listeners and, exactly. and give what we give. That's that's right. So um, with our uh, with our partnership with uh, Schedulicity, we will be able to reach more hairdressers and we'll be able to bring a lot more content and get to a lot more hair shows. So uh, hopefully we can see you guys out there in the hair shows when we're there visiting. Yeah, and and they're going to give us a, some business tips uh, throughout the podcast as well. And I'm so excited that you know we're partnering up with people that believe in the same things we believe in. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, that that's pretty exciting. So uh anyway, Schedulicity, once again, big shout out to you and uh thank you for joining your day off. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, I'm sitting with my best bud, Tony. Tony, what's up, man? How you hey, doing? Hey, man. Today is uh, it's going to be a great day for the podcast. Uh, it's a very special day for us because, uh, one, uh, this guy, he actually, like, legitimized us a little bit, right? Like, Not only whole... that, but he, I mean, he is, like, after our own heart. Yeah, completely. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, he just... The way we connected with this guy and and what and what he's doing in our industry, you know what I mean? It was just like wow, it was it's like this marriage, yeah, uh, in our industry. You know, it, it's it's beautiful. It's like when um, I mean, we'll get into it, but we're talking to Jerry Natuno from uh, Schedulicity today, and I mean, when we first met him, you know, when, when we started this podcast, we had these ideas about how we could keep giving back to our industry and how we could give back to the people of our industry, not just the industry, but the actual people that are, that are, that are working behind the chair all the time. And, um, you know, the, the more and more that we started to talk to Jerry, the more that we, that we were learned, we're taught that that's exactly what, um, what Schedulicity is doing as well and how they're really just giving back to the people that work behind the chair, you know, not just the individuals in the industry. And, 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 you know, we're going to get into some stuff. He's going to announce some stuff. It's it, it it's a pretty. I'm I'm really excited, man. Yeah. So that's enough about me and you. Let's let's bring this can on. <laughs> let's do it. So, Mr. Jerry Natuno from Schedulicity, welcome to your day off. Hello, hello, hello. Mm-hmm. You don't know how excited I am to be on this famous podcast. Oh, dude, you heard us just stutter through the whole thing. You have no idea how excited we are. This is so cool. Yeah, <laughs> we are huge fans. I don't even think that's that's enough to say but huge mm-hmm. fans of you your whole team uh, we've been to bozeman we met all those guys and truly truly they are 100 percent rock stars yeah completely yeah i mean he, he just a little insider uh like schedule they name their customer service reps rock stars but that's that's bs because they're all rock stars the entire everybody there is amazing. everybody we ran into we talked to uh through text phone calls emails the customer service is unbelievable. But mm-hmm. anyways, Jerry, where are you from? Where did you grow up? 
So uh, long story, I grew up in Florida. I was born in Gainesville, Florida. Um, and uh, I, I was raised, my, my, my family moved to Miami uh, when I was just a young, young kid. And, and I lived there all the way through high school. Uh, and then from after that, um, I lived in central Florida in the Orlando area for about 12 years before I moved out to uh, Montana. What in the world took you to Bozeman? Um, that's a great story. Uh, and, and, um, pretty simple. You know, I, I grew up in Florida. Um, and my, my, my father's born and raised in Florida, right on the beach. You could almost throw a rock onto the beach from this little white ran shack, little house that he grew up in. Um, and he's definitely a Florida guy to this day. You know, if it drops below 60 degrees, he doesn't understand how people can live in a place like that. Um, but my mother, however, uh, was from Wyoming. Wow. And he was born and raised in a tiny little town at the base of the Bighorns called Buffalo, Wyoming, um, and where it's still snowing, um, like in Bozeman. And uh, anyway, they met at the Air Force Academy and the, had four boys. And uh, so uh, in answer to your question, I was exposed as a young, young boy to um, – to uh, Montana and Wyoming and the mountains and cowboys and, and cattle and horses. And it was just kind of, uh, I'm a firm believer. I talked quite a bit about this over the, the weekend when I was with uh, the hair love peeps. And um, I'm a firm believer that, you know, people are always drawn to what they didn't have. Right. Like I, I grew up on the boat, on the beach. I had, you know, we went to the beach, like, in five minutes, we, you know, when I was in high school, that's what we did every day. I, my buddies and I would skip school and go fishing and catch lobster. Um, I had boats all of my life. Um, but I don't know, the first time that I ever went to the mountains in, in Montana and Wyoming, and I saw those majestic mountains with snow on top and, and you know, just horses and elk and all the stuff. It was just like, I didn't know there was a calling for me. And for years, I, you know, I, I had that feeling. And then I hit a certain point in my life where I was like, you know, I had some changes going on. And I thought, you know what, if I'm going to do something, now is the time to do it. And I was trying to think about where to go. And, and my very best friend, his name is Brian Bennett. You guys would love him. He's a, just a remarkably beautiful man. Um, and my very best friend since literally the fifth grade. Um, uh, you guys story reminds me a lot of Brian and I story. And I've mentioned that to you in the past. We've known each other all of our lives. Anyway, after uh, school, he went into the air force and he got stationed in Montana, um, in a place called great falls, which is way up in, in the middle of the state. Um, and without the air force base, I don't know what would even be there. Um, I visited him back then when he was in the air force. And then when he got out of the air force, he took his money his GI money for school. And he went to Bozeman because that's where Montana state university wow. is. And then I started coming out to visit him at, in Bozeman um, when we were, you know, in that age college ish, you know, and that just did me over. I, I went to Bozeman for the first time in like, I don't know, 1986, 1985. And, and I just fell in love with the, the whole thing. I, I like um, the story when you you know, not you didn't say this, but in my head, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you know, you're in Florida, you're wrestling alligators, and, you know, now it didn't become enough, so you went to Bozeman to wrestle the Grizzlies. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, as I said, it's, I believe that you were always, and I'll give you the, 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 the example of what I mean. So my daughters, 
Um, you know, I have two daughters, 20 and 21 uh, years old, just amazing, amazing, uh, talented, beautiful young women, but they're both born and raised in, in Bozeman, right? So now they just know from stories that their dad was a Florida guy, <laughs> you know, hustling alligators and fishing and all the things, right? And um, so when they were in middle school, like teenagers, for the very first time I took them to dad's that was the first time I took them to dad's old stomping grounds. I was going to show them my, uh, my school, my high school, the house, you know, that I, that I grew up in as a little boy. And it was so funny because both of my daughters are Montana girls and we, we fly into Miami international airport. I rented a, 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 a convertible. So we're in Miami. They've never been in a convertible. So I rented a convertible. We, we get them there. I got two teenage daughters, like 18 bags because we were going for like five days and they're girls. And, and then I got the rental car. And then you're, as you're leaving the airport in Miami, you're on this exit ramp out of the airport and it comes down like this and, and it's lined with palm trees. And, and we're, and we're, and I'm, and I'm with my two Montana daughters and we're, we're on the exit ramp out of the airport. My daughter Lauren's in the back seat and she's looking up and she's, I can hear her say, Dad, I'm moving here. <laughs> and we weren't even out of the airport, but once again, you know, that's, they had never experienced that, the ocean and the palm tree, you know what I'm saying? So um, I thought it was pretty funny. I had the, I had the opposite experience. Right. They had the new Natuno gene, so visiting yeah. them in Florida one day. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt about it, right. man. <laughs> So, so how, so what made you think of schedulicity? You're, so you're in Bozeman, you know, what were you doing in Bozeman, first of all? And then how did schedulicity come about? Well, you know, when I, my first foray, you know, as, as you guys both know, I'm a musician. Um, and um, I got the opportunity to, you know, you know, live a lot of people's dreams. I, I played with some of the country's most amazing acoustic musicians and got to know uh, and meet some of my heroes from James Taylor and people like Alison Krauss and, 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 and lots and lots of people like that um, uh, all became uh, friends of mine. And I uh, got to record on nationally distributed albums and I got to vote at the Grammys and, you know, at, at a certain point in my life, it was really all that I wanted to do is play music and write music and, in all the things. Um, but from a very young age, I was also bitten with the entrepreneurial bug. And even in high school, I had little businesses where I was, um, you know, making pretty good money for a, for a, for a high school kid. And, um, and, um, you know, I, I kind of was always drawn to, to business and being entrepreneurial. I kind of had that spirit. Only later did I realize that I think that whole creative side of the brain that you guys these people in our in, in this industry share is really really beneficial for, for business. It was that's only recently has that been talked about. It was always thought that there was right brain and left brain, and if you if you had a creative you know brain that you weren't good at business, and that's not true. I think there's if you look now at some of the top um, um, business people out there, they're very creative brained people. Um, so I think that there's a lot of uh, benefit there as well, but. Anyway, so I was kind of in that road, and I and I got to do some amazing things with with music that uh, I'll never forget the rest of my life. And when you guys get to the house, you'll you know you'll get to you know see I have a recording studio at the house and instruments all over the house, and you know so I play I play you know quite a bit, 
Um, but I definitely leaned towards, um, you know, business building. And uh, I, I made the move to uh, Bozeman and I was um, doing consulting and I was working with my brothers in a business that we created in the financial industry um, as financial advisors. And, and um, I was really just kind of thinking about my next big uh, move when Schedulicity happened. And, um, and so, you know, it was just kind of an interesting thing. Schedulicity was really born in an interesting way. I mean, it really started out of kind of uh, selfish reasons that turned into something else, right? <laughs> because what, what happened was, um, you know, I was kind of thinking about what the next things were, the next steps for me in my life. And I had met some people and I'd started to learn a little bit about technology because, uh, as you guys probably know and joke about me when I'm not li- and I'm not in front of you, you know I'm, I'm definitely not. <laughs> I'm not like the tech guys that you probably uh, know. Not at all. <laughs> I don't have a tech background. Um, you know uh, I'm probably for a company uh, that has achieved the kind of success that Schedulicity has. I mean I certainly do not fit any of the mold of those tech CEOs that you read about. I didn't go to Harvard or Stanford, and I didn't even finish college. Um, and, uh, um, you know, I was in the wrong place. You couldn't do anything like we're doing from Bozeman, Montana, cause there wasn't talented people and you couldn't find the, the capital and all the things. But basically <clears throat> when, when we were, uh, when I was living there, um, I was just kind of thinking the next thing, as I said, I'd met some people that had interest, had interested me in some of the technology that was happening. But personally, um, I had two um, daughters that I was, you know, raising by myself for most of the, you know, most of the time um, at the time. And um, that's not an easy thing to do. Um, you know, I've had a lot of challenges, but but raising those girls was took about took the life out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I always tease. I grew up in a family of four boys and an Italian family. So my parents tried so hard to have a little girl. And it just never happened. And all of my life, whenever uh, whenever I told people I was the oldest of four boys, they would always put their hand on my shoulder and say, oh, your poor mother. And only years later did I realize she had a walk in the park <laughs> <laughs> compared to having teenage daughters. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, what, ha- what would happen was, you know, I would come home and I'd help my girls, you know, I'd make dinner for them after school and I would be, um, you know, uh, making dinner and helping them with their homework and all that stuff. And then nine o'clock at night is when I'd finally sit down and pour a glass of wine. And that's when I'd look in the mirror and see that my head hair was about this big, <laughs> like a big Afro. I'd be like, Oh shit, man, I need a haircut. Right. Or, um, I, I, I want them, I need a massage like really bad. Um, you know, I'm just, I just hurt. Um, and, you know, it was a pain in the butt because I couldn't do anything about it. You know, I, um, what am I going to do? Call my hairstylist at 930 at night. Um, so, you know, eventually um, half the time I wouldn't do anything. Because, and then the next morning I would completely forget about it because life hits me in the face again. Um, and when you think about it, that means that somebody that was cutting somebody's hair didn't get a, a, a client because I couldn't do it when I was thinking about it. Now I already forgot about it. Or I would call and I'd leave a message and then she'd call me back two days later right? Um, and then I'd be in a meeting and then I'd call her back, but now I can't get her because she's behind the chair. And this would go on for three or four days. And then, then I'd finally get her on the phone and that's when all the fun start because then I'd be looking at my calendar. She's looking at some crazy scribbly book that you can't even read. And 
she's looking at her thing and I'm saying, I know when I want to come and she's telling me when, when she's got an opening and, you know, I'm thinking I want to visit time on late Friday and she's thinking in her mind that, you know, she wants to have a date that night. So she wants to leave early and get ready. And, you know, anyway, um, at the same time, this is happening. I'm, I'm realizing in five minutes online, I could get flights to Paris hotel rooms, a rental car, and a restaurant reservation Sure, <laughs> in five minutes. And I thought to myself, there has to be an easier way to do this. There has to be an easier way okay, to Jerry, do so this. Okay, Jerry, so hold on, hold on. So, so your initial thought was that like, I'm going to find a way to do this. Or was your initial thought like, I'm going to create a company to do this? Like what was the, the very first thought? What was that? Bring us into that. Well, the first, the first thought was I got to find a better way to do this, right. which, which, which immediately led to how to, how to build a company to do this. Yeah. So that's pretty quick then. Like you're like, okay, so how are we going to figure this out? Yeah, exactly. I, I, it, it made sense to me that there was an opportunity there because I'm thinking, okay, if this is what I'm going through, well, there has, this has to be going on 50 million. I mean, think about one Think for one minute about this, right? So schedulicity right now on our platform we're scheduling 100, 110, 120, 130,000 appointments every 24 hours. Wow. Right? So that means that there's probably 50 million appointments, classes that are booked every, every day, right? And so, so I thought to myself, wow, if I'm having this problem, everybody's having this problem. What year is this? Right? This is 10 years ago, 12 years ago. When, um, uh, because, you know, we did three, three years of work before we even launched Schedule City because we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Right. <laughs> um, and, and so, you know, but, but getting back to that. So, so when you think about it, it's, it's, it's really, really, really crazy. And I'll, I'll tell you some incredible statistics here in a minute, but, but essentially that's how it happened. I, you know, I started and um, I, I started to think about, you know, who I would need around the table to solve this problem. Um, and that led to hiring a couple engineers. And of course there was problems because, well, first of all, back in those days, um, there was no engineers where I lived. Um, there was only a couple of companies out there that were tech companies um, uh, that before Schedulicity, what's crazy is now, now Bozeman is in, is in national news as the Silicon, you know, prairie, you know, uh, um, and there's tech startups all over town, some really fantastic ones. And literally, there's been articles in Fast Company, Forbes, uh, about Bozeman and their tech scene. But we were pioneers in, the, in that world. There was only a couple at, at the time. Um, and so the bad news is, you know, a lot of the, the type of skill sets that I needed to build the company didn't exist there. So the first few I had to literally find in Colorado and relocate them to, <laughs> to Montana. Uh, <laughs> And, and it's crazy because, hell, there's probably, there's probably 100 software engineers in our building now. Um, but, you know, I don't know if there was that many in Bozeman at the time. <laughs> and all um, Montana at the time. They were <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so anyway, I really started to think about, again, you know, what, what, how we would do it. And the first thing was, um, I'm, since I'm not a tech guy, I'm going to need some strong tech people. Uh, a lot of things were happening in technology. Um, the biggest one was, you know, the iPhone came out and really changed the world as, as, as we know right. it. 
Um, but it was very young in that cycle and most people didn't have one. You know, right now, if I'm standing uh, at an event like I was this weekend with Elizabeth and all the Hair Love Tribe, you know, if I, if I asked everybody in the audience to raise their hand that had a smartphone, there's nobody that doesn't exactly. have one. But when I launched uh, Schedulicity, maybe one out of 10 of those people had one. So initially it um, was a, it was a, it was a computer based um, um, or uh, a website based <clears throat> uh, program. Yeah, it was it was it was web based uh, back when web based was uh, was a brand new thing. I mean, we literally cl- created a, 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 a technology in the very beginning where you could click a a, 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 a key on your keyboard and pop open a cash register, <laughs> which had never been done before. Um, problem was we were way too early in, and and. I died, as I say, a half a dozen Game of Thrones type deaths uh, <laughs> because we were kind of early, right? Like we had an idea that I thought would change the world, but a lot of the technology and understanding that is in place today was not there. Right. And so we had, we had, you know, a lot of struggles. Um, I mentioned this weekend that, you know, um, we'll get into some of the numbers here with schedulicity in a little while, but um, you know, um, it wasn't always what it is today. <laughs> we had like in every business, uh, a lot of challenges. I, I told the, the uh, people this weekend that, you know, I, uh, another reason that I love this community, um, this whole hair community um, and why I chose to be such a big part of it is I'm, I'm, I'm so, so deeply um, drawn to, to people like you um, because a, I'm an artist at heart, and, and you guys are artists, right? Your listeners, all the people that, we, that we're talking about are artists. But the other thing is you're entrepreneurs, right? You're starting your own business. Sure. And I have unimaginable respect for anyone who builds their own business. I don't care whether it's a tech company like Schedulicity or a shoe store or your own salon suite. It takes incredible dedication a, it's a, it's a huge challenge. There's a lot of risk. There's a lot of um, anxiety, a lot of stress anytime you're building a, a business. And so, you know, another reason why this whole, um, you know, industry was so attractive to me is because it, it has my two favorite things all rolled up into one, you know, creative people who are not afraid to get out there and, 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 and forge something on their own. Wow. Love that. Yeah. All right, so so that was 12, 14, 15 years ago, uh, at least the thought of it. And now we fast forward to uh, today. And uh, we met Jerry in last November. In, yeah, at first the, weekend of November in L.A., right? Yeah, at the uh, Modern Salon Digital Summit, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he was there. We were there. We did a, a live podcast on stage for them. And uh, it's funny. We, we met Jerry and, and Jerry's like, Hey, you know, I'd like to talk to you guys. Like, you know, we would love to speak with you as well. And we just kept missing each other. Right. I know. And, and he's like, really, I really want to get uh, together with you guys. Uh, um, you know, I'll let Jerry tell the story, but you know, we, outside of the day that we spoke, we, we did a bunch of live podcasts outside of the uh, main room. And, you know, we had uh, people watching us and we didn't really realize Jerry was kind of watching us. But, uh, you know, he, go ahead, Jerry. I mean, that, that was really the beginning of our, our relationship. 
Yeah, yeah. So you know that that event uh, was a, a life changer for me, um, and schedulicity and in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, um, Modern Salon reached out to me about speaking at that conference, and I, I told Steve uh, Reese that I would, um, and uh, and then he wanted some time with me as well. So when I originally got there in LA and got kind of settled in, um, Steve came up to me and he said, well, what, uh, you know, thank you so much for coming, Jerry, blah, blah, blah. You know, what, what do you want to do this weekend? And I said, well, you know what, Steve, I would really love while I'm here, it would be really great if I could leave here. And, and before I leave, I could meet some, I want to meet some people who are making a difference, right? I want to meet some people who are creating change, um, and who are, are helping and empowering, you know, the industry. And so he said, okay, cool. You know, there's people here. Um, and I don't remember whether it was like right then you guys were like sauntering across. The <laughs> <line>. <laughs> but, he, but he's like, Hey, look at those guys, you know? And then he told me, he's they, you know, they got this podcast it started like a few months ago and it's on fire. And I said, well, tell me about it. And they said, well, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're really touching people's hearts and they, they're, they have all these really amazing people on there, but it's not really, you know, necessarily about, you know, Oh, here's how you do this color. You know um, it's, it's more about here's our lives and, you know, here's what our challenges are. And let's talk about how we share that with, uh, with other people that are with, you know, that we're all in this together. <clears throat> and so, yeah. And then I saw you guys and I walked up to you and introduced myself and I said, Hey, let's get together before, you know, the weekend is over, you know, because I wanted to talk to you. And as you mentioned, that never happened. But what did happen um, is I did my big uh, talk in the big room in there. And when I walked out of that room, after my presentation, you guys were out in the uh, common area set up um, doing the podcast. And I think it was Philip Wolf that you were um, doing the podcast with, who, I, who I'd never met either. Um, and... Um, there was a, you know, mob um, surrounding you like 10 deep. Um, and I squeezed my way in um, and I, and I stood there and I listened to that podcast and um, I, I got so sucked in that I couldn't leave. Um, it was, it was um, real and genuine and moving. You know, Philip was emotional and everybody was crying. And then I had was crying, which is a curse from my mother. And, um, but, uh, but I realized right at that moment, um, it was a, uh, I had, um, you know, kind of a defining moment when I realized, you know, you guys were doing something different, something special. Um, and something that if you kept at it and didn't give up, had the ability to affect thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people, um, potentially. And so, um, yeah, so that was, uh, that was our first date. So, uh, <laughs> I, I guess, I mean, you know, that, that weekend was life changing, obviously life changing for us as well. I mean, before we went there, you know, Tony and I, Tony and I, we had long debates whether, um, whether we were going to go because, um, you know, honestly we had to, you know, we had to pay our way there and it was, it was really, it was a really expensive weekend for us. And we're like, you know, what's, what's the ROI on this? And I mean, we had no idea how great of a weekend that it ended up being, you know, not only, not only did we get to meet Jerry, but you know, we got in a couple of podcasts that we were trying to get with like uh, Ricky and Philip and all those and enough name dropping there. But, um, but uh, it was definitely life changing for us. We, we, we connected with a lot of people um, again with you and a bunch of people um, 
you know, that are influencers in our industry. So it was really great. Um, so to finish up that story and, and, and how Jerry said that, that we didn't meet, but when we did meet, it was a few days later, he actually called us. We, we had exchanged phone numbers and he called us and we had a phone call with him. And uh, I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before, but, um, but we had an hour long meeting with Jerry on, on, on Zoom. And then the very next hour we had Presley on because uh, we, were, we were organizing Presley Poe and Friends. And so we get, we, uh, Presley comes on the podcast and we're just, we're kind of a, uh, vetting like schedulicity and Jerry and all that. We're like, this sounds all great and stuff, but you know, what's the real about this? You know, cause we also make the joke a lot of times that, you know, the only fault that we could find in Jerry was that he was such a nice guy and that's no reason to like, yeah, we're like <laughs> he can't be that, he can't nice. Be that nice. Right. The curse from his mom, as he said. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> we, uh, we asked Presley, we're like, Presley, have you ever heard of this company called schedulicity? And she uh, immediately was like, oh my God, I've been using Schedulicity for five years. And not only that, but it changed my business. And it was like the greatest like endorsement for a product ever. Um, and then she, then she followed that up was like, not only that, but it's the greatest customer service ever. And, um, you know, just as a general rule, like you can always tell how great a company is by their customer service. Because I think that, I, I don't know if necessarily, again, talk about um, ROI, um, I'm not, I'm not sure that companies understand what that ROI is when it comes to customer service because almost every company you deal with today, there's some, um, there's some um, let's say, customer service challenges, right? right. You know, so, and there's none of that at Schedulicity, or certainly we haven't experienced that, and neither had Presley. And, um, and from that moment on, we were like, all right, well, um, Jerry's our guy, man. So we reached back out to him, and then you know, a couple weeks later, we're in Bozeman, Montana, and you know, we hammered out you know, what a relationship between um, between uh, hair distry and your day off and, and schedulicity would look like. And uh, anyways, I'm just, I guess I've been, you know, rambling on enough, <laughs> but, but that was, that's kind of the story and why and what. But what at, the end of the day, at the end of the day, Jerry is that nice. Schedulicity yeah. is all that. Yep. And the customer service is outstanding. It's amazing. And so, you know, we're, yeah, let's go. Let's get talk in. about, let's, let's get into, the stuff that impacts our industry um, and you know, what is schedulicity doing in our industry that is creating this huge buzz? Well, I think that, I mean, there's a couple of things. Uh, number one, um, the, the, the single reason why we are here and, 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 and we've built the success that we have at schedulicity um, is all started with going way back to the beginning, um, an epiphany that I had. And the epiphany was when we, when I started to dig into, when we really, you know, I, I hired some great people. Um, Michael was one of those people, you know, my philosophy at that time was I'm going to find great people to get involved. You know, Michael, when I met him, um, was a brilliant guy, but he was the bartender of the bar that he built. Um, when, <laughs> and that's how we became, <laughs> that has friends. the greatest impossible <laughs> burger ever. But, exactly. uh, yeah. And, 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 you know, he, he just, in speaking about him, we, in speaking together at the bar, um, you know, we became really good friends, but I, but I, but I realized what a special human being he was. And I thought to myself, okay, if I do this, he's going to be a part of it somehow. And that's kind of how I, I started the company. Um, I learned a long time ago from one of my mentors that if you surround yourself with incredible people, you build incredible things. Um, and so, you know, I kind of do, that's kind of the way I've always approached my life. Um, you know, I didn't think about, you know, I need a, some 
guy that has this skill set and went to that college. No, it was, I'm going to surround myself with incredible people um, who inspire me. And then you're going to build incredible things that inspire people. And that's kind of the way I think about it. So I was, I was really lucky enough to, to find some of those people. And obviously with Michael came Jane and, and all the things. And then you speak so much about our, our customer support. And, you know, we don't call it customer support, just so you know. Um, it's called CX, and it means customer experience wow. is what we call it, right? And the name of our people are rock stars. Um, but we call it CX, which stands for customer experience, because it's really how do we make the experience you know, wonderful. And just like I tell people in, in, in the hair business, right? You know, you have to remember, um, you know, your, your greatest power is the, 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 the experience that you create for one of your clients when they come and get in that chair. But remember that experience starts before then, right? That experience starts when they, they can't make an appointment or it takes three days of phone tag to make an appointment or they can't find something that works with their you know, schedule. And so it's the same thing with, with like our business, right? Um, we, we can do everything we can with Schedulicity, the product, but really when somebody reaches out to us, that experience that they have oftentimes defines their thought of, of, of our company, right? So, so, uh, we've done a lot of things that have had big impact that I'm really proud of, but I think the thing that I'm the most proud of is, is, is Karin, Karin Corey and, and, and what she has done with our CX team. You know, Karin is, is just an amazing woman um, who brings a smile to my face every single day. Her laugh literally lights up our entire company and she is a brilliant and talented leader that has, you know, really turned our CX team into not just a part of our business, but may, but probably um, one of the most uh, powerful parts of, a, of our entire business. But, ba but basically what happened was where this whole thing changed and where the, where, where this whole entire concept of schedulicity became what it is today was way back when, when I realized that my original thoughts about, you know, it wasn't even called schedulicity at that time, but the original thought of what I was trying to do, as I said, was born out of selfish reasons. But what happened was there was, there was a tip, a turning point an epiphany because what I realized is when I, when we got into the details, when we really rolled up our sleeves, got our hands dirty, and I, I literally had engineers sitting in a hair salon, sitting behind a hairstylist, trying to understand how the interactions went, how the communications worked with clients, how things were booked and scheduled, because there's a lot to it, yeah, right? No doubt. And um, uh, people don't realize um, you know, uh, until you try to do this, just the technical difficulty, right? Because, you know, when, when I'm talking to my hairstylist on the phone and she's talking to me and she's looking at her book and I'm looking at my book and she's thinking one thing, she's not telling me, you know, about this, that, and like I said, she wants to leave early to go have a date or, you know, she's going to go have lunch with friends. You know, I don't see any of that. And, and, you know, to, to create an algorithm with technology that, 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 you know, does right. that, was unimaginably hard. It took years to do and tens of millions of dollars and God only knows how much time. And that's the other thing that I'm proud of. You know, Schedulicity invented this space. There wasn't other companies out there. We did it. Now there's a lot of competitors out there. And, um, you know, so a lot of times people ask me what makes us different. And, you know, I could go on for six podcasts and I'm not going to do that, mm -hmm. but I, I will tell you one thing. And the one thing is 
besides the fact that that I know that we care about these that our people more than any company um, in, uh, in, in any type of world <clears throat> because we're such a part of this community. The other big thing is um, I don't see any company that ever really took the time to get their their hands dirty, to really truly understand the challenges. But where this thing went off the rails and became what it is today is when I realized that the, 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 the selfish problem that I was trying to fix, which was making it easier for me to make an appointment, I realized that my hairstylist, right, I realized that my problem paled in comparison to the challenge she had, right? Because she was trying to do that crazy thing that I mentioned with 350 people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that, right? She had no life. She was behind the chair for 10 hours and then five more hours on the phone, texting and calling and moving and erasing an appointment and putting it some, some, somewhere else. And, and not taking care of herself, right? Never eating, you know, never having lunch. You know, uh, now I hear the stories. I've got a barber in Bozeman that switched over to Schedule Listen. He told me he almost sold his whole barbershop because he couldn't even eat lunch. And now because of schedulicity, he, 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 you know, he, he, he makes time for himself. And, and that's really what we tried to do was, was create something that, we, again, the, the, the epiphany was like a tidal wave when I realized my problem was a, nothing compared to what you face every day. And, and it was on that day, it was on that day that we, I dedicated this company to, to, to solve that problem and to, 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 make, to make a product that was going to change people's lives in this industry by allowing them to be creative and be artists, but give them the tools to also be business people, right? And to take care of themselves, right? my barber, Brian Kirkland, that I was telling you about, he told me, um, and he even put a, a, put a video out on Instagram about it. He said, hey, I was good at taking care of my business, great at taking care of my clients. I sucked at taking care of myself. And even at the Hair Love Retreat this week, I heard all these people talking, and it was all about all, all the personal things that they're going through because they, you, know, it, it's, you, you work so hard taking care of everybody, the first person that you don't take care of is, is yourself. So... <clears throat> We realized that early on, and we built a platform specifically designed to allow um, people in the hair industry to, because I've always said, man, th this isn't business people, right? These aren't, th these are, they're, they're, we're artists. We're all artists, right? And we chose this, this life because you love what you do. You're proud of your craft right? And you're working hard. I see all these people traveling around, educating, all trying to be better and learn more about their craft, learn how to do more things, more exciting things, different colors, different cuts, all the things. And, and, um, and I wanted to create a product or a platform that would allow them to spend all of their time doing that and less of their time doing the things that they usually struggle with. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and that's when, and that's when things uh, started to go crazy. And 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 flash forward, as you said, uh, to what we have today, we built an absolutely game-changing product um, for people to use. Everybody thinks, oh, it's online scheduling, and it is. Um, but it's so much more than that. It's marketing and communications and, and, and all kinds of, of, of functionality that allows you to communicate with your customers and create loyalty with your customers and get new customers um, and take care of yourself. 
Um, and, and we went from nothing, almost going out of business. God only knows how many times. Uh, and as I said, uh, now we have 120, 130,000 appointments booked every 24 hours. And are you ready for the big thing? Go. Over 70% of those appointments are made after business hours. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I wake up and my phone is like, I get all these texts, like all the people who made appointments in the middle of the night or, you know what I mean? After I put my phone away and. I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean, think about what I just said, 120,000 appointments every single day. And 70% of those are made after business hours, which means that if you're not giving your customers a, 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 a means to do this, think about how it's affecting, you know, your business. You're either not getting the business you could, or you're not having life trying to handle it. That's huge. Um, yeah. And so we set out to, to fix that. And um, I'm proud to say, you know, um, I've, I've been from one end of this country to the other. I've been in three states in three days. And everywhere I go, I meet people in this business that come up to me in tears and tell me how much of an impact schedule this has made. I told, I told uh, Elizabeth when I, when I talked to her, I had a guy walk up to me and tell me that I saved his marriage. (laughs) And I said, what? And he said, yeah. He said, listen, I haven't had a date with my wife in 12 years. Wow. Because when we were together, we weren't together. I said, what do you mean, dude? He said, listen, even if I got a date with my wife, all she was doing was sitting on her phone, texting and calling back all of her customers. And he said, now my wife and and I have date night. And for the first time in 12 years, we have a date. Because she doesn't do any more of that. Wow. Schedulicity does all that for her. And I thought that was such a, 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 a powerful, powerful statement. So, yeah, I mean, we have, um, I mean, I think we have over 90,000 businesses. Um, and, and the big thing is we, we now are very close to 25 million consumers out there using Schedulicity to schedule these types of services. Um, and we're getting ready to launch some pretty national, um, amazing stuff. Maybe I'll share some well, of it with let, you. Let's but, do it, man. What's the future of Schedulicity and, uh, what, what's, uh, what are you guys up to? I'm so excited about a bunch of this stuff. Uh, I don't know what he's going to be giving us, but yeah, there's some really cool stuff coming out. So what is Schedulicity coming up with the future? Well, um, some of it I'd like to tell you, but then I'd have to tell you. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> we like you. We, we said he was a nice guy. Right. That's the mob. But I'm also Italian. Right. So, you mob know. boss him. <laughs> Capisce? Capisce. Don't tell me any of the stuff that you've got to kill me on. So no, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know. It's not that important. Uh, I'll say this the future is unimaginably exciting. Um, for for all of the Schedulicity people out there and for Schedulicity itself. Um, this summer, um, we're going to be launching some things that are so big, um, but that are literally game changers. Like we are going to completely disrupt and change for the better the way that some uh, basic things are done um, uh, with with uh, in the hair business, right? And um, I'm really excited about it. What we're going to do is going to save... Um, ridiculous amounts of money for each and every single one of the people that you, out there using Schedulicity. Wow. Um, wow. It's going to be game changing. We're looking in June, so you'll be a part of of helping us to announce it. But it's going to be exciting. In addition to that, 
all kinds of functionality coming. We, you know, we're, we're right now, you know, we have one of the hottest badass assist um, engineering teams um, ever. And we're, we're literally almost on a bi-weekly um, time frame re- releasing new super cool uh, uh, things that have a big impact on everybody. Um, but yeah, the summer, some very big things, announcements. So keep an eye out and we'll be, we'll be talking more about that. Yeah, that's exciting. But let's, let's get back to what everybody's talking about right now. Yeah, no doubt. Explain to us Schedulicity Cares. I would love to explain to you about Schedulicity Cares. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's one of these things where, like I said, you know, one of my mentors uh, talked about these things. Mark Twain once said that if you if you if you're passionate about something and you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Right. Right. Uh, And anybody who knows me knows that I'm a very passionate person about everything that I do. I'm passionate about my friends. I'm passionate about my work, my business, my relationships, my family. Um, And I think the reason that I've you know achieved whatever it is I've achieved in life, it's because you know, I, 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 I try to do things that I'm passionate about. If I'm not passionate about it, I, I'm not very good. And, um, you know, I talked a little bit about that this weekend. People that are in this business are in this business because they're passionate about it. You have an unbelievable gift um, in this world um, that we call the hair business, right? Because you guys have the ability every day, day in and day out, to have people come in and talk to you and leave feeling beautiful about themselves, right? And what a gift, what a powerful thing that is that not everybody has, right? Michael and I used to talk all the time about the fact that that we love the, the relationship that you have with somebody that's doing your hair, right? Um, is, is such, there, it, there's nothing like it, right? I can walk down Main Street in Bozeman, I can buy things, go in stores, it's not the same, right? It's business, but it's not the same. The relationship that you have with your customers are, are different. The girl who cuts my hair, Charlene, I mean, she knows, you know, if I'm single, if I'm dating, you know, if who, who, what my kids' names are, what they're doing. She knows the name of my cat, right? I mean, I have a, she's my friend, right? I, I know about her family, about her business. We have long, you know, interesting and great conversations about our lives. This is a much different type of relationship um, that you have with your clients that most businesses don't have. Right. Right. And Schedulicity wants to be like that. We've always wanted to have that kind of a relationship with the people that we do. We love the people that we built Schedulicity for. Right. And regardless of of, of how what happens to Schedulicity, I want our success in the end to be measured by the impact that we have on people. Mm -hmm. One of my mentors told me once that you can't chase the money. Michael. Wilson always says, you can't chase the money, meaning that if money's what you're after first, you won't find it. You'll be chasing your tail for the rest of your life. However, right, uh, if, you, if you do it the right way, right, we've built a business where we want our success to be based on the impact that we have on people's lives. If you do that, if you're successful at that, all the other stuff comes automatically, mm. right? It's, it's much different. Right. If you go after that, you can't get it. If you do things the right way, if you build your business the right way, um, all of those things that you want will come organically. Um, and that's what's happened 
you know, for, for schedulicity. And so we've often thought about, um, you know, we've always done as much as we can possibly do to help people. But we decided this year, because of some of the success that we're having and some of the notoriety that we're getting and some of the big things that <laughs> you're about mm -hmm. to see that are going to be happening, um, we thought, how can we get out there and how can we really do, how can we take that to the next level? Like, how can we change somebody's, like, give them an opportunity to do something they never dreamed that they could do? And so basically, those conversations, uh, from those conversations were born what we call the Schedulicity Cares Movement. Schedulicity cares. And basically what that is, is every single month, we're going to be giving away $5,000 to a barbershop or a barber, $5,000 to a hair salon or a hair salon, and $5,000 to um, a, a health and wellness and beauty person every single month. So we're going to be giving away $15,000 cash every month in the form of a, of, of a grant right? And this is very important because um, all you have to do to qualify to win this grant, the Schedule of City Cares grant, is you have to put up a video, hashtag Schedule of City Cares, or a post that explains what you would do with your business if you got a $5,000 grant from Schedulicity, right? Because I didn't, we don't want to give somebody five grand so they can go to Australia for three months on a trip. Right. I want to give $5,000 to somebody who had a dream to open their own salon, but had never had the capital to do it. Or they had a dream to add three more chairs to their shop, but they couldn't. Or they had a dream to go to the hair love retreat, but never had the money to do it. Right. Um, so we thought, how could we come up with a way to, 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 to be able to do that? So essentially um, starting last month, we're going to give away $15,000 a month. And uh, if you go to, if you go on Instagram, Schedulicity Cares, you can see we already have all these just beautiful, amazing, talented people that are putting up videos. Um, and you guys know that we gave the very first Schedulicity Cares Award away at the Presley Poe uh, and Friends event in, in Maryland last month. And, um, and it was amazing. Um, we gave it to um, a, an, an amazing young woman uh, named Amanda Lieberger, who's down in Dallas, and she's in the middle of trying to open her her dream salon and move, pick up and move from the place she's lived all of her life and, and, and start over in a new city. And guess what? We were able to give her $5,000 to help make that happen. Wow. Um, and it's that kind of thing that just makes, um, you know, it makes us feel wonderful to be able to help people because, you know, as, as you've mentioned um, and, 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 and as I hear all the time, maybe the thing I'm the most proud of as the leader of this company and founder of this company is that, you know, it's not just me, right? I have 80 people at this company that are, are, are driven and passionate um, about helping people um, and helping the people that we do this for. And so Schedule of City Cares was born as an extension um, to That's that. That's awesome, Jer. I mean, first and foremost, I just... I, um just thank you very much. I mean, it, it, it was a great honor for, uh, for you guys to attend Presley Poe and friends. And then for you guys to be gracious enough to give out the first, uh, the first 5k at our event was, I mean, I, I don't know if the words grateful or thankful or, but all the above, let's say all the above. Uh, yeah, I want to, I was going to, on top of that, you know, agree that, that, that attitude was what connected us, I think spiritually, because as that's the same attitude that we had starting 
uh, your day <laughs> no podcast. doubt. We, Tony and I, when we started this, we were like, God, wouldn't it be great if we were in a situation to like Oprah somebody or to, uh, you know, to, yeah. to be able to do something. And, and it's just really cool that this happened at, at, at the event that we did uh, with Presley. Um, and again, just grateful and thankful for all that. And, and thank you for giving us or the attendees, you know, our Oprah moment, I guess. And hopefully, right. uh, hopefully we can do a lot more Oprah moments in the future. Jared, uh, just real yeah. quick, I just want to go through the through the rules of the uh, of, of applying for the grant. So you have to be a Schedule City user, correct? Yeah, yeah, you have to be a Schedule City business. So uh, it, that means that you could sign up for Schedule City today uh-huh. and 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 be eligible for one. But yes, you have to be a Schedule City uh, one of our one of our. Now, are you watching? Are you watching videos just on Instagram, or can they post it to Facebook as well? I mean, how is your team um, uh, finding these? I think mostly it's Instagram, but I think you can post it on Facebook as well. Okay, so if you're listening yeah. to this. Um, I would I would probably do it on Instagram. We know that that's right. being watched. You know? <laughs> <laughs> do it on both. Do Facebook and Instagram, and that way you're covering all your yeah. bases. Yeah, and we've 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 gotten so many of them in there. You know, the the the, the great part is um, we we've been able already to change two or three people's lives, and that's going to really amplify starting this month. You know, because imagine it's three people every month that are going to win like, this. That's amazing. And um, and so the you know it, uh, it's great. You can see some of the videos, and 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 I can tell you the hardest thing is is how to pick one because they're so um, uh, amazing. Um, all of the people that 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 are talking to us are really amazing, and and obviously they tell they all tell about what Schedulicity had done for their you know business because you know that's kind of the idea. Tell us tell us, you know, what Schedulicity means to you, you know, what's the difference, what, how did Schedulicity help your business, and then uh, if, you, if you were to get this grant, what, what would you do with it, right, and, and just some really moving things that we've heard. Um, I just gave a, a, a Schedulicity $5,000 grant away this weekend at the Hair Love Retreat, and the, the, the woman who won is a, um, uh, oh, her name is Kylie Borchers, um, and she uh, was just uh, amazing. Had no idea. She sent a video in, and same kind of reaction as you saw <laughs> when I was with you guys. It's, just, it's so emotional to watch. Yeah, you were changing. You're changing lives, uh, even outside of the grant. I mean, uh, you know, at our show, so, uh, I know someone who reached out to you and said you changed their lives, their life, her life. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, isn't it? Yeah, and, and you know the. Yeah, just, uh, just the impact that 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 the Schedule City team is having on people is like, I don't know. It, it's just been crazy from our view. I mean, it's been amazing. I mean, yeah. what, what they've done with us and what they've done for the people that support us too, which is which which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, it's just been a you know it's it's been a beautiful and moving experience. You know, just to get, um, you know, you know the byproduct of all the things that that you know have happened are I've gotten to meet um, people like you. Um, people like Joshua Coombs, who I met this week, who, you know, are just doing amazing pe- things for people out there. And, and I truly believe um, that there's a movement going on that you guys were a part of creating, which is, um, you know, bringing together like-minded people in this powerful community and giving people a voice. Um, and as I told people this weekend, you know, it's these people, right, that are going to be able to, to make change in this industry, um, that, that people want um, by, 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 by the things that are happening right now. And, and you guys are pioneers in making that happen, giving people a voice, um, giving people a, a safe place to listen to their, you know, to their, you know, 
other people in their businesses, people that they that are their heroes, sometimes people that they've never heard of, but who they empathize with because they they all have the same challenges, right? The same, you know, um, difficulties that they've had to go through, and and to be able to be a part of that as a company um, is 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 really powerful, and 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 we're really blessed to be a part of it. Mm. Thank you very much, dear. So yeah, qu- so quick background uh we were we were blessed to go you know to uh be a part of the presley poe and friends event um that you guys put on in that beautiful historic theater in downtown frederick maryland which was such a cool little place um and anyway so uh you know before the show uh you know there was the bar outside and everybody was hanging out and i met this uh um um this girl who was a hairstylist blonde girl uh, from New Hampshire and she introduced herself and and it turns out that she um, had written a rap um, trying to qualify to win the award to uh, Shadow Presley. Yeah, it was one of my favorite entries, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Everybody loved it so much, you guys picked her to actually do the rap on stage. So I I knew none of this. Um, I just was talking to this... uh, you know, to the, to, to this girl at the bar and she told me the story and I said, well, you need, let me buy you a glass of wine. Cause she said, you know, I'm so, she said, my legs are shaking and I'm sad, I'm nervous and this and that and the other thing. And I said, well, listen, you're going to kill it. And I bought her a glass of wine and I just, I talked to her and, and um, she was just such a special, um, a special person. She just had a beautiful soul and smile. Um, and then, and I, I'd never met her. And this was before she got up on stage and, and all that stuff. But, Anyway, um, I hadn't hadn't heard anything from her and ha- hadn't thought that much about it. But I got an email uh, last night, and it said, and I opened it, and it was from her, and it said, "Hey Jerry!" Exclamation point. This is Hannah Woodward. I met you at the Presley Poe and Friends Hair Show. I was the blonde who did that rap. I'm bummed I didn't get to see you before you left, but I just wanted to thank you so much for the pep talk and glass of wine before the show because it genuinely helped me and gave me confidence to get on that stage. That night was life-changing for me. I love what you're doing for all of us, artists, and I can't wait to see you again, whether it be in Bozeman or a hair show somewhere. By the way, I switched over to Schedulicity and it's phenomenal. I wish I did it sooner. Hope your kids are doing fabulous, and I hope you and Michael are having fun all over the country doing awesome events. Just saw that you were at the Hair Love Retreat. So cool. Keep an eye out for me in the Schedulicity Cares movement. Big things are happening in this small New Hampshire town. Happy spring, and thank you again, Jerry. Love and kisses, Hannah. Wow, that's amazing. Well, on that note, on that note, Mr. Jerry Natuno, thank you very, very much for joining us on your day off. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease.